Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, you know, every time I hear that introduction, I, I just am at this absolutely wonderful place of gratitude. And I was talking to my guest, Peter Russell, during the break, and he asked me, how many hours am I on the radio now? And I had to step back and think and say, you know, I think we're on the air about 11 hours live a week. And I wanted to to just let everyone know that that's because of you, all the listeners. And I come from this place today of very deep gratitude for each and every one of you for supporting us over what is in radio time a short period of time and enabling uh, me to bring you guests like my guest today, Peter Russell, because this show is about thriving. It is about coming from the heart and taking that heartfelt vision that you have out into the world. And Peter Russell is someone that does that and does it every day. He is a fellow of the Institute of Noetic Sciences, uh, of the World Business Academy, and of the Finhorn Foundation, and an honorary member of the Club of Budapest. Uh, his history goes back to his days at Cambridge University. He studied math, theoretical physics, uh, and his life evolved to the place where he, he, in my opinion, he had what he calls a waking up in time, and that is the title of one of his books. And so when we, when we talk with Peter today, we're talking to an individual who created the mind maps, who, who stood up and said, I'm going to write books about the brain. I'm going to write books about awakening. I'm going to write books about a conscious revolution. I'm going to write book, books about what it means to wake up in time. And one of his latest is I'm going to take a message out into the world about what's happening in this movement as we move from science to God. And so he's here today as part of this absolutely phenomenal powerhouse lineup that we've created on Voice America to have a conversation about things that we only think about in the back of our minds, but some of us are afraid to talk about. You know, I want to thank you, Peter, for joining me today, and I always enjoy our conversations. Thank you again for sharing your thoughts with our listeners. Always lovely to be back with you. I always enjoy it, too, with you. Well, you and I were talking uh, before the show started, and we were kind of asking ourselves, well, what do we want to, to really bring to the listeners today and you know there are a couple things that came to mind one of course is uh, what you've done in terms of looking at you know moving from science to God and having a conversation about that and aligned with that is a thought I had in my meditation last night that worry is the absence of faith and so I, I wanted to begin our conversation today 
by asking you underneath all that you've written, underneath all the books that you, you've, you've created, the lectures that you're doing all over the world, what is in there? What is underneath all of this for Peter Russell? What is your inspiration for taking this message you have out into the world? I think it's um, understanding the human mind and seeing this is the most challenging, important, and fun thing to be doing in the world today. It's like we understand the world, the outside world, pretty well. I mean, physics, chemistry, sciences are doing that. But the human mind itself is still a great mystery of why do we do the things we do. You know, you mentioned worry. Why do we worry these things? And it seems if we can free the human mind up, then we can just, first of all, we can enjoy life so much better. And secondly, I think we can start acting in ways which are much more conducive to a good life on the planet. I think so many of the things that go wrong in the world today come back to poor human thinking, decisions, self-centeredness, whatever. And so I think we need to make equal strides in our understanding of our own inner world as we have done in the outer world. And that's what motivates me. I think this is the most fascinating, important area of life and one that's so little explored. So little explored, and yet people are, I mean, Peter, honestly, from your opinion and all the people that you've talked with, uh, people, in my opinion, are really hungry for a new conversation. What are you finding? Oh, absolutely, and it's, it's, they're getting hungrier and hungrier, and I think the reason is they realize that the, the society we're immersed in, that sort of buy this, get this, do this, isn't working anymore. It's working materially, certainly, but it isn't working to make us any happier. We, you know, I think we all know people who are very wealthy, and that doesn't make them any happier. Very often they're so worried about what's going to happen to their wealth. And we're realizing that real happiness, real fulfillment, doesn't come from what you have or what you do. That's certainly, it's certainly important to have good comforts, all those things, but we reach a level where we have to look somewhere else, and that's what more and more and more people are realizing, that we need to look within ourselves, and we need to understand ourselves. And that's why I think there's this whole movement towards meditation, towards yoga, towards different sorts of spiritual groups or workshops. There's so many things happening in this area. And you just look at the number of books that are published each year. I mean, this is the fastest growing area of publishing now, what's generally called mind-body-spirit section of the book market. It's the fastest-growing area of publishing, which means this is what people are buying and reading. You look at the top ten, the New York top ten bestseller list, there's nearly always three, four, five of those books are something to do with personal development, to do with the mind. So, so this is, I think this is, you're right, this is what people are hungry for, and they're going to get hungrier and hungrier because what we're doing, the traditional way, doesn't really satisfy us deep down. It satisfies us on the surface but not deep down. It was interesting that you're saying that. I was talking to, because I'm getting ready to uh, finish my book on street smart spirituality and, you know, looking for different agents. And, and it was an interesting conversation, and I want to ask you about uh, what intuition means. But here's what came up for me. In the conversation, we were talking about what we're calling the self-help category of spirituality, the category you've just mentioned. Mm-hmm. 
And I think some of us intuitively know that we're just really at the tip of the iceberg. But it's funny, and this is how you get to pick the agents that you want to work with. The agent uh, that I was talking with said to me, well, you know, we're kind of really, you know, getting to, to bottom out in that whole self-help help area. And I said, what do you mean bottom out? And, and, the, and her, her response was, well, you know, I think people are just like a little bit overwhelmed with that. And I look, and I stepped back and I said, wow, that is so not my experience. That is so not my experience. Folks are really wanting to get to a new vibration. Isn't that what this is about? It's not necessarily about every self-help book you, you read. But when you read them, Peter, especially some of the books you've written and your, your DVD, I mean, isn't this around people actually shifting? Yes, it is. It's about us actually shifting the way we see things. And when we shift the way we see things, that then shifts the way we feel about things, the way we think about things. It shifts what we do. It, it's a profound shift. And, I mean, what your agent said, I heard an agent say that seven or eight years ago. <laughs> they said, oh, we think that market, they think that market's bottoming out. These publishers and agents often sit in their little ivory towers in New York and look at the figures, and, and they decide what they think people are thinking. But, you know, you and I, we're out there on the streets. You're on the radio. I'm out there talking to people. I just see more and more people. This, this is not going away. It's just going to keep on growing. This is what people want. And actually, Peter, I mean, what we're talking about uh, transcends politics. You know, it doesn't, uh, if someone asks this question, and let me ask you, uh, is, it, uh, is, is there one political party versus another that is drawn to the integration of mind, body, spirit? Not at the moment, not at all. And I think it's something which... I think all political parties could benefit from it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because, seriously, I mean, all, they're all, you know, concerned with how we manage the economy, the outer world, all of which is important. But they also reflect something that happens in mainstream society is we try to solve problems out there. We don't stop and say, why are we creating this problem in the first place? What is it in our thinking, our attitudes? that's allowing us to create this problem. And that, I think, is what needs to happen in the world, is there needs to be a recognition in all political parties that as well as doing everything we can to manage the external world better, to manage our society better, we also need to look at how can we help people become what they truly are, really become those you know, rich, passionate human beings with a vision of what's possible. Well, we're going to talk lots more with Peter Russell, and uh, I so agree with you. This is really an invitation. That's why I decided to do this show three years ago, actually right here on Voice America, and, you know, take this message out into the world. And, and not knowing whether or not folks would be listening, uh, whether people were even interested, whether they wanted to, to hear a show that was really about possibilities instead of uh, about uh, uh, consequences. And three years later, we know the answer to that, and so does Peter Russell, my guest today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, more with Peter Russell and uh, more with the conversation from science to God. If you've got a question or comment, you can send me an email right now to pat, P-A-T, at thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com, and we'll get your question and comment on the air. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with my guest, Peter Russell. We'll be right back after this short break.
The authority in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul. But right now, I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend, Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhanson.com. And if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Kuna is ancient wisdom taught by the kahunas in Hawaii. Ancient wisdom, modern application. Huna is about empowerment, about increasing your spirituality, energy, and metaphysical healing power. If you could experience and connect physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually with a higher power that can empower you to bring into your life whatever you desire, join the kahunas that carry the teachings of the past at our 33rd Huna Workshop in Kona, Hawaii, September the 9th through the 17th. Call 800-800-MIND or visit Huna.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and receive a special discount, the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. The Sacred Romance is a new CD produced by Ava and Dennis. This music is straight from the heart and celebrates the light within us all. This music provides a welcome haven for the soul in these troubling times. To receive the CD or see Ava and Dennis live, visit www.thesacredromance.com or call them at 888-62-DREAM. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or a comment, call us toll-free at 866 472 5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with an amazing individual, Peter Russell. We're talking about many things, uh, but most importantly, we're talking about change and transformation. And as I mentioned before, Peter is one of a uh, <laughs> one of the more revolutionary futurists. He's been a keynote speaker at many international conferences, Europe, Japan, and the United States. 
His multi-image shows and videos, The Global Brain and The White Hole in Time, have won praise and prizes from around the world. Uh, he is an amazing individual. In 1993, the Environmental Magazine Buzzworm voted Peter Russell uh, Eco-Philosopher Extraordinaire of the Year. And, boy, it doesn't get much better than that. For those of you that want to find out more, it's a fabulous website, www.peterrussell.com. Check it out. Um, Peter, let's get right to it. This idea from science to God, let's just start with that topic. Yes. And because that, that brings the hair up on a lot of people's backs. You know what I'm saying? Just from science to God, what are you talking about? There's science and there's God. But there's another way to look at this. Yes. I know. I mean, I even didn't want to use, people said don't use the word God. It's going to upset people. I said, no, no, let, let's be upfront about it. What would you use in its place? From science to uh, something. Yes. <laughs> I think, you see, this has always been a fascination for me. And it's, it, you know, in the world we think there's this huge conflict between the worldview of science and the spiritual worldview in our culture, which says, you know, God is the creator, and, they say, and it's the whole evolution debate. You know, science says no life evolved, and the spiritual debate says no, no, God created the world. I think we're having totally the wrong conversation here. We're arguing about the wrong things. Basically, science hasn't really studied what spirituality is about. Science has looked at religion. It's looked at all these sort of odd stories and myths, and it says this doesn't make sense, and it says, you know, We've looked down in the atom. There's no God down there. We've looked out into space. We don't see any figure sitting out there. And, you know, we understand how the universe works. We've got rid of God. Thank you very much. Don't talk to us about God. Load of mumbo-jumbo. Go home. The one area science hasn't looked is the human mind, human consciousness. And that's, that's what spirituality is really talking about. They're talking about the mind. They're talking about consciousness. They're talking about the awakening of the mind. And if you really look deep in most spiritual traditions, they say that is where you find, whether they call it the divine, the true self, whatever they call it, they say it's within you. It's deep within you. Science hasn't looked deep within the mind at all. I mean, it studied the brain, but it hasn't looked deep within the mind, the heart of the person. That requires that deep inner, first-hand personal exploration it needs looking within ourselves as human beings and so science doesn't understand really what religion is talking about so it's it's completely dismissed it without actually getting its incredible richness and power and significance in the world well you know peter one of the things i want to point out because i kind of brushed by this earlier um, but you were actually having conversations about the mind back in the 70s i mean the fact that you were actually inviting people in organizations like IBM, Apple, uh, American Express, you know, Shell Oil, those companies to really sit down and take a look at mind mapping. Yeah. In fact, I mean, I think as far as I know, let's say I was one of the first people to actually do this in companies. I mean, everybody's doing it now. But in those days, I don't know of anybody else who was actually going in and taking personal development stuff. It started with mind maps. We actually started, I was going in, before I started teaching mind maps in corporations, I actually was teaching meditation in major corporations in 1973. And it was so unheard of that 
I mean, I've worked with one major corporation whose name is, you'd know it absolutely if I told you, they made me sign an agreement, which I still stick by, that I would never, ever mention that I was teaching the board of this multinational meditation. I did it behind closed doors. I brought their spouses in. So I said, if you're doing something like this, you ought to get the spouses involved. It was completely revolutionary for them. I mean, hats off to them. They had the courage to do it. It was fascinating. Now, of course, you know, companies like to stand up and say, oh, we teach our executives meditation to help them. They're all jumping on the bandwagon. But in those days, it was so, so unheard of. Yes, so right back then, I, I love doing that. For me, the challenge is anything like this which is valuable for people can be put in contemporary language. We don't have to use spiritual New Age language to talk about this stuff. I was talking to people who... Their concerns were, you know, meeting their targets, keeping the kids in school, managing the home, whatever it was, all these things that normal people have. How can I put this in language that relates to them? And I love doing that. I always considered myself, I used to go on fishing expeditions myself and pull out new discoveries about the mind, and then I sort of go and cook them and bake them and turn them into forms that they could digest. And it was it was great fun. I was doing that for about 15 years. Well, and, and that, you know, that conversation early on for you really, uh, really planted you as one of the leaders of our time. You know, I, I use the language in your bio, futurist. Uh, uh, but basically what I'm trying to say here, Peter, is that uh, folks like you have been able to lay the groundwork so that we can have conversations right now about the power of the mind uh, and really have people explore what, you know, the connection is to our higher power, whatever it is. And, you know, that leads, that leads me into uh, one, one thing in particular on your website. Uh, and for those of you just tuning in, check it out. Uh, there is so many wonderful articles here. I love the random page. But if you go to Peter's website, uh, take a look. There is so much here uh, for you to enjoy and to really help you go to that next level. Peter Russell. Dot com. On the website, there's a quote of the moment. I love this quote. Uh, and at the same time, I think that this is one of the greatest challenges we have right now in society to bridge the gap between everyday mechanics, science, whatever it is, and God or higher power. And the quote is this, I am is the name of God. God is none other than the self. That if It doesn't get any more controversial than that, does it? No, and no more true than that. Either. Absolutely. And I think, you know, and it, that says the same thing. What we're looking for is our own essence. You know, we don't even know what the self is. I mean, when we, that self it's talking about there is not the I, Peter Russell, writer, etc., British person. That's all just things I've done. That's labels I have. That may be the stuff I identify with. You know, when you ask somebody, who are you? They say, oh, I'm, I'm Peter Russell. They say our name. They, we say what we do. But deep down inside, what we're talking about is this sense of I-ness, this sense of being that doesn't have any labels, but we all know so well. It's just this sense of being conscious, being alive. It's that beingness, that sense of beingness. That's our deepest level of self. And what so many great teachers have said is when you get behind these superficial levels of what we call the ego, individual identity, but when you get down to that deep, deep feeling of beingness inside, that's when you start discovering your own divine essence, the God that's within you. It's down, it's down at that level. 
Because at that level, you start feeling the, the deep ease, the peace. You start feeling this sense of deep, unconditional love. All the, all the things that we say come from God in our culture. You find those things deep down inside yourself. And I think that's, that's why they say, you know, God, God, I am is the name of God. It's like when you touch that level of deep I amness, you start touching something very, very powerful, very powerful. And what I want to, what I want to ask you about, Peter, I mean, we, we have always, and, and this is really important to me because, you know, folks that have, have, have listened to the show and have also seen me in person, they say, you know, you're really a little bit different. You're, you've got that street smart thing. And, you know, you're all about street smart spirituality. And, and, and since people have said that, We've now really taken that phrase out and creating a book around it. But what I want to say about what you're talking about, Peter, we have a myth that we have to bust. We really do. And I think we created it in the 60s, more or less. And that is that spirituality and being the I am, I am, Mm -hmm. all of that is for a select group of people. Uh, you know, monks in a monastery, the Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. uh, the Pope, whatever that is. That's the myth that we have to break with the I am is the name of God. God is none other than the self. Yeah, and it's about and seeing that this is true for all of us, so we can all start living this in our life, whoever we are, whatever we're doing. It's, it's about, being, about making this practical. I mean, saying I am is the name of God is, you know, that, that's the truth, and then it's, how, how do we live this? And I think one of the ways we start living this is recognizing deep down we're all the same. Whoever we meet, wherever we are, at work, on the street, on a bus, we're all people ultimately looking for the same thing. And we begin to see that inner connectedness in the sense that we're all looking just to lead happier, more comfortable lives. We're all trying to get away from suffering, pain, confusion, and when you start seeing that, that whoever you meet is that same deeper level of being in everybody, then we start connecting. And that we can all do. In fact, you can probably do that better sitting on a bus than sitting in a monastery. Exactly. And, and yet, at the same time, it's really, really talking and taking this message out into the world so that people understand that every single person on the planet has the ability to step in perfect alignment with the divine. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, we're, and yet we're so caught up in our worries and thinking and everything that our culture is telling us to do, we don't recognize that. And that's why we need to take the message out there. And it's something I think we all know deep, deep, deep inside, but we, we've lost sight of it. And that's why we need you know, shows like yours, books, television, all these things that can continually, continually reinforce this, saying to people, hang on, yes, all this outer stuff is wonderful, and, and recognize who you are inside. And gradually, I think this message is getting through. I think we are in, in the beginning of a whole new spiritual awakening on this planet, such as never happened before. And I think it's it, because just millions and millions of people are doing this in a work. They're all at different stages on it, doing it in different ways. But we're all gradually moving in this direction together. Well, I want to I want to thank you, Peter Russell. We're gonna we've got so much to talk about during this show, and we're going to talk about that spiritual awakening. We're going to talk about what the gap is between uh, spirituality and science, and and also get Peter's perspective on the new super paradigm 
when we come back from break. We've got so much to talk about. This is an invitation to everyone out there. If you've got a comment or question or would like to call in, uh, you can you, you can do that uh, very easily here at Voice America uh, and, and get your questions on the table. If you want to send me an email, pat at the drpatshow.com. We'll get your questions right up here. In the meantime, stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. When I come back, more with my special guest, Peter Russell. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. NCD, a new oral detoxification product that reduces the effects of environmental toxicity and can help millions across the globe. Natural Cellular Defense is an effective oral detoxifier, a tool in the fight against toxicity. Join our Copious Health team to raise awareness about environmental toxicity and this safe new product. Go to copioushealth.com or call 206-423-6596. That's 206-423-6596. Copioushealth.com. Okay, everyone, listen up. Dr. Pat brings you her favorite organic wines from the Organic Wine Company, direct to you for this limited-time special offer. Would you like to enjoy the luscious taste of natural grapes grown with love for the land and tantalizing your taste buds at the same time? Well, Dr. Pat has selected three of her favorite wines for only $49, a 40% savings. Visit www.thedrpatshow.com and click on Dr. Pat's Picks for this special offer. Or you can call 1-888-326-9463. Your mission, if you choose to accept it is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES, Authenticity, Choices, Empowerment, and Success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Time Magazine says NLP has untapped potential for treating individual problems and is becoming an all-purpose self-improvement program and technology. Come experience NLP for yourself at the Empowerment Partnerships Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, Washington, October 8th through the 14th. Since 1982, the Empowerment Partnership has taught thousands of people like you create critical transformations in areas that count most, relationships, health, wealth, and state of mind. If you want to increase your creative energy, get control of your life, and enjoy new levels of existence, call 1-800-800-MIND. That's 1-800-800-MIND. Or go to NLP.com. That's NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call to receive a special discount. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm here with Peter Russell, and as I've said before, 
he is truly a revolutionary futurist and has taken his message out into the world almost all of his life. And today we're talking about many, many things, but the movement from science to God and what that means. And before break, Peter, we were talking about spiritual awakening, and I had shared with you a thought that I had last night uh, in, in my nighttime meditation. And as I mentioned before, it's not a traditional meditation, but the thought that I had was this. Worry is the absence of faith. And I had to think about that. Worry is the absence of faith. Uh, worry and faith cannot coexist. Right. And, I mean, so, so much of our worry is unnecessary. I mean, that's the way I see it. When we're worried, if we look at worry, is we're thinking about the future. We're, we're saying something is not going to work out, whether it's one minute's time or one year's time. And... We're imagining, we're imagining bad things happening to us. And yet, you know, when we get there, more often than not, we, don't, we find there was no need to worry whatsoever. Who is it? I think it was Mark Twain said, my life has been full of disasters, most of which never happened. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And so most worry is totally unnecessary. And for me, that's where, you know, it comes from a lack of faith that when we get there, we don't see how things will have worked out. We forget our own incredible power to sort things through, to manage our lives. It's like it just comes from fear that it grabs us. And I think one of the great challenges that so many teachers have spoken about is how do we, how do we let go of fear? How do we let go of worry? How do we move out of that? Because it just cripples us. I mean, not only does it... Is it unnecessary? What does it do to us if we're living our life in worry? I mean, we tense ourselves up, our bodies become tense, our minds become tense. It's actually stopping us getting the very thing we want. I mean, I think I often say the sad, this is the sad joke about human beings. What we all want, ultimately, as I said earlier, is to, is to be at peace. We want to be happy. We want to feel okay. That's what we all want. We're so busy worrying about whether we're going to be okay in the future we never have a chance to feel okay in the present moment because we're worrying. A mind that's worrying isn't a mind that's at peace. And this is just the irony of the whole thing. We want to be at peace, and we stop ourselves from being at peace by worrying. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Well, and, and, and I think part of that, Peter, is that we don't really understand the power of the mind. We don't really understand the connection. I think, you know, many people have talked about uh, the impact that the movie What the Belief Do You Know has had, truly has had a phenomenal impact in really breaking out into mainstream, as they would say. And at the same time, we're now looking at this idea of the mind and the power of the mind, and yet we're not really talking about the brain, are we? No. I mean, clearly what happens in the brain influences the mind and that they're clearly closely related but what we're talking about when we talk about the mind we're talking about the experience we're talking about what we're thinking what we're feeling what we're imagining what we're visualizing that's in the mind there may be stuff that's going on in the brain but when you study the brain all you see is electrical activity you don't see a thought you don't see a feeling to, you know to experience a thought or feeling you have to look inside into your own experience and that's the mind. The mind is our own inner world and everything about it. When we say the mind, some people think, oh, mind as opposed to heart. Mind is thinking, rational. 
that's only one aspect. For me, the mind is everything that's going on in our inner world. That's our feelings, our emotions, our intuitions, uh, our fears. All of this is part of the mind. It's part of that whole inner world. Our dreams at night are part of the mind. It, it's all that whole inner world. That's what I mean by the mind. And that's what is, as I said at the beginning, just waiting, waiting to be explored. Uh, we started this show by saying, Peter, that uh, you and I believe that there are millions of people out there that are hungry for a different message. Uh, and yet at the same time, you know, we, we have uh, um, most of the media in our country really monitored by five major channels. And in how do we bridge the gap between the hunger that people have and the actual ways that that hunger can be satisfied. Yes, I, I think in the end the hunger has to be satisfied by actually people engaging in some process activity, whether it's meditation. I mean, we mentioned yoga, I think, on, on a show before. People are doing things, they're doing things that actually begin to shift them. Reading about it, books. I mean, are great, and here I am saying this as an author, but they don't actually do the trick. Their books can be inspiring, they can show us, they can show us what to do, but in the end, we have to actually do the work. We have to look at ourselves. So, for, you know, we're talking about worry and fear. So the work, one of the bits of work might be the next time we're feeling worried or feeling fearful to actually say, is this really necessary? What's happening here? Am I just worrying out of habit? to look at things in a new way. If, um, and to, one of the most important things I find is to actually just to ask myself the question, if I'm caught up in worry or fear, to say, is there another way of looking at this? I mean, one thing I often use with students is to say, what ha- the next time you're stuck in a traffic jam, most people start worrying in a traffic jam. They're worrying about what's going to happen when they're late, and they start getting angry at whoever's causing the traffic jam. You could just say, is there another way of looking at this and realize, hang on, this is the most stress-free part of driving. I haven't got to negotiate any traffic. Nobody's making any demands of me. Nobody's coming in with problems for me to solve. I can sit back and relax. There you have a very fundamental shift in perception, and that's what it's about, is shifting out of a mind that's worrying and fearful to a mind that's feeling at ease with things. You know, Peter, one of the things that you write about in one of the articles I've read, I think it was the Science and Spirituality article, really brings us to a point right now where we can invite people to try an experiment. And uh, in, and the thing that I think you talk about in that article is that, uh, you know, we're, we're really in search. We're in search of uh, the truth in, in both science and spirituality. And recently there have been uh, a number of films that have come out that have basically said, you know, there are things that we could do in our day-to-day life that will cause our lives to move in a perceived uh, perceived direction of happiness, joy, and fulfillment, or a perceived direction of gloom and doom. And people are, be- are being told the choice is really yours. And if you don't believe that, try an experiment. And the experiment being by, you know, taking action in a positive way, uh, we really invoke the laws of science, mm-hmm. so to speak. I mean, I, I don't mean to say that we're invoking the laws of science around spirituality, but we are, in a sense, in the way that we practice, aren't we? 
Yes, well, I think we're invoking the principle of science. I mean, the principle of science mm-hmm. is experiment and see what works. Experiment, draw conclusions, and share your conclusions with others. And I think that's what we're all doing. We're experimenting. What happens if I, you know, look at this in a different way? What happens if I hold a more positive attitude? People have done this in the past. They've come to certain conclusions. We can do the same experiment. We can do that in our life. And it's that experimenting which is the essence of science. It's not about what science believes about the way the world is. That's just the current belief system that science has got to. But the essence of science is open-ended curiosity, experimentation, not being fixed in what we think or believe. That's the essence of science. I mean, skepticism, true skepticism is saying, I don't know, but I'm willing to explore. Exactly. And, you know, there uh, recently you take an idea like this, Peter, uh, and it's really a simple idea, and, and it sounds like this. Uh, what you put your attention on expands. Just that little idea, right? That's just a, a little sentence, isn't it? I mean, you know, I say it all the time on radio, and someone pointed out to me, uh, one of my listeners face-to-face that I had an opportunity to meet, they said, you always say that. You always say that on the radio. You know, what you put your intention on, attention on expands. They said, what the heck do you mean? <laughs> they said, what are you talking about? And part of what our, our challenge is is to really break it down and invite people to try that experiment. When I say that to you, Peter, isn't that, in a sense, what you put your attention on expands, a really uh, a law of quantum physics, in a sense? Well, um, I don't know about the quantum physics. Um, I thought well, there's certainly laws in quantum physics about how, what, about when we observe something, we in a sense, crystallize it into form. But I think what we're talking about here is also just a law that's been discovered over the centuries, time and time again. It keeps coming up, and it's, you find in many books that just if you put your attention on something, that it seems in various ways that makes that more likely to come into being, more likely to happen. Or even prayer, you know, when we pray for something, there's a lot of research going on now into prayer and how you know, with people who are sick and things, something happens there. It's like our intention manifests. And we, we forget this because our current scientific world who doesn't understand this at all, so it just doesn't even look at the idea. But I think many, many, many people know this in their life. And it's a question of saying, okay, we know this is true. Let's do it more then. If we know it's true, who cares whether science understands it or not? Let's do it more. Let's just practice putting our, our attention on what we would really like to see happen. And what we find is, again and again and again, that makes that more likely to happen in ways which I think we don't understand. Ultimately, they may remain mysterious, but that's okay. If it works, it works. That's what we want to invite each and every one of you out there to think about. We're going to take a short break when we come back more with Peter Russell. And um, and I will share with you what I actually said to um, one of my dear, dear listeners uh, having a conversation face-to-face, which was actually very, very wonderful. And when we come back more with Peter Russell, we'll be talking about this idea of science to God. And in this next segment, we'll be talking about how you how you can take a look at your life and really create the life that you want because I'm here with Peter Russell and he knows quite a bit about that. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by.
Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call now, 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's right, 1-866-NO-BLOAT and discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. Huna is for everyone, any race, religion, gender, and age. Anyone that wants to know more about who we are, why we're here, and how the universe works. A wide and varied range of people with different backgrounds are drawn to HUNA and attend the biannual HUNA workshop. Healthcare professionals, therapists, lawyers, managers, educators, professional athletes, college students, and people just like you. If you're interested in a more spiritual view of the world, if you want to connect more with who you are and discover a whole new universe around you, then HUNA is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to HUNA.com and learn about the September 9th through the 17th Huna event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and receive a special discount. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world. Are you aware of the invisible forces behind your behaviors? The Empowerment Partnership is, and they'd like to make them visible to you. One of the largest NLP training organizations in the world, says Dun & Bradstreet. The Empowerment Partnership is the industry gold standard in trainings for NLP, hypnosis, and the ancient Hawaiian spiritual system of HUNA. Their students come from a wide-ranging background, business, education, psychology, and spirituality. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Call 800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com and mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, Call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about our lineup, and we've got a powerhouse lineup every week, 11 hours of programming, uh, there are two ways to do it. One, you can check the website every day or every week, which is www.thedrpatshow.com. T-H-E-D-R-PatShow.com, or you can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, right now, it will take you to the Crust Busting website, but in a very short period of time, almost days, 
there will be a new website. And if you sign up for the newsletter, very simply, you will receive information about the shows. I don't do anything funky with your email. Uh, it will never leave the Dr. Pat Show organization, not for any price. And so uh, that's just part of the integrity that we bring uh, to the work that we do. My guest today is Peter Russell, and we are talking about many, many things, the spirit of now, the spirit of what you can do in your life. Uh, go to his website. There is so much here. I love the random page that he has, www.peterrussellwith2ls.com, and check out where Peter might be speaking in your town or area. Thank you, Peter, for joining the show today. It's always good to be with you. Fun this show. Well, I mentioned that um, I mentioned that we were going to talk about how to break this down and you know bring into life uh, some of the ideas we're talking about, some of the concepts we're talking about. And one of the articles uh, that I found on your random page, actually, uh, the idea of letting go of doing uh, mm-hmm. is just one reflection of how we can create a shift in our lives, but. In your book, Waking Up in Time, there are many, many messages. So what I want to ask you, Peter, is given all that's going on in the world, you know, we're running, running faster, how can we help people bridge the gap so that they can feel perfectly aligned and really understand that they are the I am? Uh, yes. What are the most essential things? There's many things. I mean, one, straight off, is what this thing about letting go you mentioned. It's just about relaxing, and I think... There's one thing we all could do more of, and I think that's just in our busy lives today, which are just getting busier and busier, is setting aside a bit of time each day, several times a day. It could just be two minutes here, five minutes here. It doesn't have to be a long time to stop and not be doing anything. Just like have a mini Sabbath. The principle of the Sabbath is it's time when you don't do. You don't have to have a whole day, just a few minutes stopping, breathing, experiencing where you are. That's the start of so much, just coming back to being present rather than being caught up in all the worries. That's a really fundamental thing, and that can expand into meditation, into physically relaxing. But I think if we just did that, just to step out of the busyness for a few times a day, short periods, that begins to make a difference. Something else which I really think is important is about, it's again a universal message, which is, kindness, caring for other people. I think we're so, we all want, as I said earlier, a couple of times, we all want to be loved, we all want to be happy, we all want to be at peace, we all want to be respected. If that's what I want, let me recognize that's what other people want. Because what so often happens, particularly in our personal relationships, and I think personal relationships is where the rubber hits the road in spirituality. That's where we really get to do the practice. Boy, we get the test right there. Yeah. I'm tell- and it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. No, anything. But when we start, you know, when we start interacting with people, that's when our, we call them our buttons, get pushed. We actually begin to feel irritated or frustrated or whatever it is. And so easily, if we're not careful, so easily we can respond to the other person in a way that's slightly attacking. It might be a criticism. It might be a put down. And what we're saying is, I feel bad, I'm going to make you feel bad. And like that is so stupid, because if we do that to the other person, they're going to feel bad, they come back to us, and it's like we end up in this vicious circle of sort of mutual attack. Sometimes it's very polite, 
but we're not really doing the fundamental thing, which is, how can I make this other person feel better? Somebody once said, I forget who it was, he said, if you can't say something in such a way that the other person feels good when they hear it, hang on, wait, find a way to say it. Even if it's something that's critical feedback, find a way to say it the way the other person feels appreciated, respected, and loved. You may have to tell them that what they did wasn't appropriate, you didn't like it, please don't do it again, but find a way to do it that's not attacking, that actually respects them and loves them. And if we did that, I just call it the principle of kindness, of being kind to other people. If we could all do that to each other, I think the world would change fantastically. You know, I thank you, Peter. Thank you so much for talking about that because what you're asking our listeners to do is something that they could do now. Yes. And they can do it with just one person. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's not like we're saying, okay, everyone in your life, this is what, this is what, you know, try this. We're saying start wherever you are in yes. your journey. Yeah. Wherever that is. Yeah. The next person you interact with after listening to this show, the next person, just hold, hold the intention, how can I interact with this person in a way that's kind, in a way that they feel appreciated and loved? And I tell you, when you start doing this in your life, it's, what happens is magic. It's like something, the only way I can describe it, like something descends into my being. I feel this sense of love coming into me. And it, it's so powerful so simple but so powerful well what's interesting is if you go to your website peter peterrussell.com you go to the home page and you know there there are many many things here but you you have um, you you have a calculator up there for world population yes uh, <laughs> away more than goes up about 2.3 times 2.3 people a minute it's ticking away at the increase and, and imagine, right, imagine what would happen if everyone that is numerically represented on your site, ticking away, were to do exactly what you just said. Yeah. Just step out, step out and engage in a random act of kindness. And what I mean by random is that smile uh, on someone walking down the street. Yeah. I mean, this is what we're talking about when we say a shift of energy. Yeah. And at the same time, we're talking, when we say things like a shift of energy, it has a scientific foundation, mm -hmm. so to speak, but it also has a spiritual foundation. Mm -hmm. Isn't this the bridge between science and spirit? It absolutely is. And this is, a, this is I say, where the rubber hits the road. It's actually doing it, turning into action. And it's simple. It's not about ascribing to any great airy-fairy theories about the nature of reality. It's about how we live our lives, how we relate to each other. This is what it's really about. And as we said earlier, this is something we're all engaged in anyway. We're all relating to people. We're all doing this. It's a shift in our attitude about how we do it. And this is why it's something that we can all do all of the time. We just need to remind ourselves to do it, basically. And this is what today's show is about. It's a reminder. It's a reminder that, you know, science... Uh, science and spirituality are not light years away from each other or different from each other. And Peter Russell has brought this message to uh, the planet in many, many ways, in many of his books, many of his audio tapes and DVDs, uh, all of which are on his website, peterrussell.com. You know, Peter, in closing, what's your personal message for our listeners today? 
um, I think it comes back to what we're talking about is just don't worry, be happy. It's a universal message. Find out how to do that, how to connect with that peace inside us. And as you just said, and be kind to others. Be kind to others. Well, thank you, Peter Russell. Thank you all for listening to today's show. And please check out the calendar uh, where Peter will be speaking. I believe he'll be in the Seattle area uh, November 3rd and 4th. Um, and, we, you know, we look forward to having him there. But take a look at the 2007 calendar. Many, many ways, many places for you to connect with Peter. Peter, thank you so much for all that you're doing and all that you are. Oh, my pleasure. Really enjoyed being with you. And thank you to Voice America for enabling us to bring this message out into the world. For those of you that want to find out more about the Dr. Pat Show, our lineup, uh, many of the things we have to offer you, check it out, thedrpatshow.com. Until next week, remember, I am is the name of God. God is none other than the self. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week right here on voiceamerica.com. Make yourselves a great week. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.